The Virgin of Guadalupe is a symbol of the religious faith in Mexico and Mexicans around the world. What people might not know is that the Virgen de Guadalupe and other incarnations of the Virgin Mary in Latin America are based on miraculous apparitions from as long ago as the 16th century. Are these apparitions sacred signs or are they weapons of colonization? Find out which and more behind some of the most intriguing of these apparitions in this episode of the Mysteries of Latin America. Welcome to the Mysteries of Latin America, where we bring you stories of mystical myths and legends, ancient sites, supernatural events, disappearances, and unsolved mysteries of North, Central, and South America and the Caribbean with your host, and that would be me, Andrew Colon. Most people, especially Catholics, who have heard of the mystical sightings of Mary, the mother of Jesus, might know something about the sightings of Mary at Lourdes in France, Fatima in Portugal, Medjugorje in former Yugoslavia, and here in Latin America, in Mexico City with the Virgen de Guadalupe. These supernatural appearances of the Virgin Mary are known as Marian apparitions, and the first recorded apparition was in Turkey in the year 231. So, it's not a new phenomenon. What is new, at least since the conquest of the New World, are the circumstances and the timing, and the real reasons behind these apparitions. Let's describe some of the more notable of these supernatural appearances by the Virgin Mary in Latin America. Early on the morning of December 9, 1531, only 12 years after conquistador Hernán Cortés arrived to Mexico from Spain, a young indigenous man named Juan Diego Cuautlatuatzin witnessed the apparition of the Virgin Mary on a hill called Tepeyac in what is now Mexico City. According to accounts of the event, Mary asked that a Catholic church be built on the site of the apparition. The local bishop didn't believe the story of this humble native man who was from the Chichimeca indigenous group of Mexico. In response, during another appearance to Juan Diego three days later, after also appearing to Juan Diego's sick uncle, the now iconic image of the Virgin Mary was miraculously imprinted onto Juan Diego's cloak. That cloak is framed on display today at the church built on the site of the apparition, the Basilica of Our Lady of Guadalupe in Mexico City, one of the most visited Catholic shrines in the world. In Ecuador, beginning in the year 1594, 60 years after the Spanish founding of the city San Francisco de Quito and known today as Quito, the Virgin Mary reportedly appeared to Mother Mariana de Jesus Torres, a nun at a local convent. Mother Mariana was praying in front of the main altar of the convent when the candles that lit up the church suddenly blew out and she was left in complete darkness. She then said that an angelic voice called out to her in the darkness, identifying herself as Maria del Buen Suceso, Reina del Cielo y la Tierra, Mary of the Good Event, Queen, of heaven and earth, and then a heavenly glow lit up the church. Mary asked that a statue be made in her likeness and made several dire predictions of the future, saying that the church and the world would enter into a period of crisis beginning in the mid-20th century. Remember, 
This was in the late 16th century. According to Mother Mariana, this crisis period would then be followed by a time of complete restoration. Mother Mariana reportedly received many visits from the Virgin Mary, from the first event in 1594 and for another 40 years, until 1634. She died shortly after the last apparition. In the colonial era of Costa Rica, there were many surrounding towns around the capital city then, Cartago, inhabited almost exclusively by indigenous people and other marginalized groups. The Spanish laws of the time forbade indigenous, mulattoes, and free black people from living in the main areas of town and relegated them to smaller villages to the east. In 1635, a poor woman living in the town Puebla de los Pardos, and the word pardos literally refers to someone of mixed African and European and indigenous roots, was collecting firewood in the middle of the forest. On a rock nearby, near a spring of fresh water, she found a small stone sculpture of a woman holding a baby. She took the statue home and put it in a drawer. The next day, she went back to the forest and found another statue in the same place. When she opened the drawer at home to add that statue to the one she already had, the first one was gone. But she put the figure back in the drawer anyway. The statue disappeared the next day and reappeared back in the forest. Startled, she brought the local priest to her house. He didn't seem to give it too much importance, but took the figure with him and put it in a chest and didn't give it another thought. The next day, the priest opened the chest and the figure was gone. The girl was back in the forest that day. She found the statue and took it back to the priest. And this time, he locked it away in the church's sacristy, a room in the church where priests get ready for services and where items used in services are stored. The following day, again, the priest didn't find the statue. So this time the priest, along with a growing group of parishioners, went to the forest and found the statue resting on the rock. There, the priest pronounced that this figure was a sacred apparition, and the figure was a message from the Virgin Mary, who wanted to stay near the Pardo villagers, who were poor, meek, and marginalized. And there they built a small church in her honor, which today has become the massive Basilica of Nuestra Señora Reina de Los Angeles in Cartago, and stands in honor of her and the Costa Rican people of indigenous and African roots. From colonial times, let's get closer to our own time. So let's go to Nicaragua in 1980. A Catholic layman who helped clean local churches named Bernardo Martinez reported seeing a supernatural light coming from a statue of the Virgin Mary in the parish church on April 15, 1980 in San Francisco de Cuapa, Nicaragua. When walking through fields a few weeks later, he saw flashes of light and then he saw a woman floating on a cloud. It was a vision of the Virgin Mary, who told him to encourage people to pray the rosary daily at a set hour with no distractions, and to promote peace and warning us that if people didn't change, that they would hasten the arrival of World War III. There were two more apparitions for Bernardo, and when he told Mary that people wanted to build a church in her honor, unlike other apparitions in the past, she said it wasn't necessary and that what God wanted were living temples in the hearts of the people themselves and not a material church. At this time, Nicaragua 
was going through a civil war, with the Sandinista government facing armed opposition from the Contras that were partially funded by the United States. Bernardo reported that Mary asked people to burn books that deny God and promote sin. Many locals understood this to mean books on Marxist and communist philosophy, and the book burnings that ensued resulted in a serious backlash from supporters of the communist government of the Sandinistas. And from Nicaragua in the 80s, we head to Argentina, beginning in 1983 and lasting until 1990. On September 25, 1983, Gladys Quiroga of Buenos Aires, Argentina, was praying in her home, as she did every night, when the Virgin Mary appeared to Gladys wearing a blue gown and a veil. Three days later, she appeared to her again, and then again on October 5th. Gladys said she didn't say a word to anyone because she was worried people would call her crazy. Two days later, she appeared again, and Mary showed Gladys an image of a large church and asked Gladys to go look for a statue that had been blessed by Pope Leo XIII in the 19th century but was hidden away, forgotten, in that church. In the belfry of the Cathedral of San Nicolás, Gladys found the damaged statue of the Virgin Mary, which bore a striking resemblance to Mary's appearance in Gladys's apparition. Gladys continued to receive apparitions from Mary and Jesus, some of them apocalyptic in nature, warning of mankind's impending self-destruction and the loss of many souls. This happened in 1983. What also happened in Argentina in 1983 was that a new constitutional government was established, putting an end to years of a bloody military dictatorship where many people, especially younger people, were killed or disappeared and never found. Even though these apparitions happened in different times and places, they have a few things in common. They all have a request for people to come to or return to the church and pray to God frequently. They've also had warnings attached to them, saying that if humanity fails to return to God, then a series of catastrophes will occur that will wipe out the greater portion of humanity and set the stage for the coming of the Antichrist. Critics of the apparitions of the Virgin Mary say that during the conquest of the New World, these so-called supernatural apparitions were part of a calculated strategy by colonizers and the Catholic Church to control the local population. If we look as far back as the arrival of Columbus to the Americas, these voyages were financed by the crown of what would become Spain, and part of the aim was to grow the Catholic Church in the New World, especially under the perceived threat of Judaism in Spain and Islam in southern Spain and northern Africa. If we look to Mexico, the earliest depictions of the Spanish invasion show conquistador Hernán Cortés leading his troops under the banner of the Virgin Mary as if invading by divine right, endowed by the mother of God herself. Critics say that after the fall of the Mexica Empire, which most people call the Aztec Empire, people still prayed to their own gods and goddesses. And especially outside the capital city, conversion of the native people was difficult, if not impossible. People still held out hopes that their gods would come back to kick the Spaniards out. And then came the apparition of the Virgin of Guadalupe who came to replace existing indigenous goddesses and capture the hearts of the people. The same thing is alleged in Ecuador, Costa Rica, and other places where mysterious apparitions happened in colonial times. 
critics say that recent apparitions have been brought on by conservatives and right-wing politics in the face of the arrival of socialism and communism to the Americas, which would eliminate religion and the Catholic Church specifically. In the cases of Nicaragua and Argentina, Nicaragua was and is in the hands of the Sandinista government. It's a socialist country that has had a history of hostility against the Catholic Church and any religion or philosophy that threatens its hold on the people. In Argentina, the apparition conveniently coincided with the return of the country to democratic rule, and critics of the Church say that it was a way for the Catholic Church to hold off competition from other Christian denominations coming in after the dictatorship ended and the country opened up again. The timing of the arrival of all these apparitions gives skeptics plenty to think about. So, was it the intentional manipulation of a female figure that would appeal to the hearts of the people of Latin America by replacing their goddess figures with a new one? Or was it a series of miraculous appearances by the Mother of Jesus coming to guide us, comfort us, and even warn us about changing our ways? We're each going to have to come to our own conclusions, based on facts, faith, or maybe a little of each. Now, if you know of a story of any religious or supernatural apparition or mysterious event, myth, legend, or story from any part of Latin America, and that's North, Central, South America, or the Caribbean, let us know here at the podcast, and we can share your story with the rest of the world listening. And thank you for listening to the Mysteries of Latin America podcast. I'm Andrew Colon. Adios. Thank you.